the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether Rick is your pick or Dan is your man, you wound up with both of them. Aren't you lucky? Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday. We lovingly call it Throwback Thursday, where the younger of the two tries to stump the old guy. And I remember this song. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't remember the artist. I think it was 79, maybe 78. Uh, uh yes, yeah, 78. Yeah. What was the artist's name? Uh, Anita or Alicia Bridges. I love the nightlife. I, love the nightlife. I like to bogey. I like to boogie. <laughs> yeah. That's the right there like in the disco era. Yeah, right? and see, today is a disco throwback Thursday, because we talked oh, about disco all? yesterday okay. with, with you and Gary Lane and oh, how much yeah, he yeah, hated yeah. disco. Yes. So yeah, I thought, yeah. let's do a disco throwback uh, Thursday. All right, you're, I, you, might, you might stump me, uh... On all these, I except forgot. the Michael Jackson ones. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, you'll know them. They're they're easy. Did you know that song, Christy? Absolutely not. You did <laughs> not. I didn't. <laughs> you weren't a disco girl. No, I wasn't. Okay, she well, wasn't around back then. No, see, that back not. in the seventies, yeah. uh, we were still talking on cans and string. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Christy Gordy here, uh, Canopy Life Academy, and you reminded us that you'd been here before. Was yes. it over a year ago? Yes, yeah, so it was twenty seventeen. I'm not sure exactly when, but hmm. had so much fun. You did? so glad to be invited I was going to say you probably didn't pray about it because you're back. (laughs) Had a little amnesia, (laughs) forgot everything about it. Oh, those guys! (laughs) Well, I I went ahead, I got to pay for parking. I might as well stay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, really. (laughs) Anyway, good to see you. Good to see you. So the last time you were here, uh, because I asked you who who set you up, I know this time Mm -hmm. it was Jimmy V. I didn't realize that that connection was Jimmy V, Jimmy Vineyard. Absolutely. He the, sends us so many only. great people. He's he's such an awesome guy. <laughs> yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, so how's it going? How's it going for you? Uh, your holiday's good? Yes, it yeah. was wonderful. What'd you guys do? We pretty much stayed around. Yeah. Hung out with family. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. It was a great break. And yeah. Did you get any great presents? I mean... Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> well loved. Good, good. The, and gave a lot of fun ones, too. You it gave really a lot? Fun. I love giving good presents. You know, I think we spent more money this year than we did over the last few years. I don't know what... No, we always say we're not going to spend yes. as much this year, and then we end up spending more. Well, you know, I think it was last year uh, or the year before I said, look, we've got three boys. Uh, mm-hmm. And I said, why not just buy each one like three Maybe even one, mm-hmm. just a huge gift. Yeah, but you know, I mean, we keep wrapping no, and wrapping. And there's that, like yeah. thousands. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? That'd be cool, right? Three or one. Simplicity is a great way to go. Yeah, yeah and it just really helps fight back against entitlement, but also allows you to be yeah. generous and focused instead of the rabid. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's <laughs> crazy town. Mm-hmm. So catch us up a bit. Now uh, we sure. met you, like you said, uh, over a year ago. Mm-hmm. What's happened uh, between then and now? Let me read this. Canopy Life Academy, a boarding school serving vulnerable children in Kenya. A lot of great things going on. There's four programs which we want to get into as well. Have those four programs been going on since the beginning? Yes. Well, one of them has ramped up considerably, but the last time I talked to you guys, we were still building our campus. Okay. Uh, we were transitioning from a rented facility in Nairobi to our own property and our own campus outside of Nairobi, okay. which is the capital I city. I vaguely remember that, mm-hmm. yes. And um, January of 2019, we moved into that campus with the students that we had been 
that had maxed out our first facility. Yeah. And we built a classroom building last year. Uh, it's really been ramping up. We had 25 um, guests come and visit us and encourage our kids over the summer last summer. And we had to drill our own well, kind of last minute. It's a long story. Wow. But uh, we had thought we had a solution for water piping in from a neighbor's well. Turned mm. out he was going to cut off water to the facility to extort us for money. Oh. And How nice so last minute on Giving Tuesday last year, we had to raise the money for an emergency. Well, people in the U.S. came around us and raised $20,000 in one day, and we were able to put that well in. It's been a how pretty awesome. exciting year since I saw you last. Yeah. yeah. Now, how much does a well cost? Is, will 20 oh, cover it? it? It did for us. Now, every well is different. It's kind of funny when you hear people say it's only going to be a couple thousand. Yeah. It can go up to 40 or 50, depending on the area and the mm. distance to get machinery from a major city out to wherever the well needs right. to be put in for us 20 covered it and included the pump and the pump house because it's not like the bush uh right and of course i don't know what i'm talking about but it seems <laughs> right. like out, out in the bush it'd be easier you just take a, a pipe and there it is for a small village but in the city nairobi kenya well it's a little bit different no matter i'm not a water expert so i'm yeah. not going to talk a whole lot about this <laughs> but I'm you play one on the radio sorry <laughs> i'm gonna blow, but it is more it more so has to do with the comp the complexity of the well how deep yeah. you want to go um and also um a lot of it has to do with getting the machinery out to the location so sometimes rural areas deeply rural areas are even harder because yeah. you have to transport that machinery mm-hmm. way out but sometimes in rural areas a deeper well isn't needed it I'm not an expert, but for us, the 20,000 yeah, yeah. Uh, did it. And it's been an exciting year. So we just started the school year in Kenya starts in January. So literally just opened the doors for the new school year two days ago to start our second year on this new campus. And it's been really, really exciting. You've increased in number. Uh, yes. No doubt. What's the increase? I, I did read mm-hmm. that you've got a uh, 99% retention rate, yes. uh, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. It's been incredible. Uh, all of our students come from rural communities. And they come to our boarding school. There's multiple reasons why we do a, a boarding school. Uh, but we just added 16 new fourth graders. And wow. uh, it's really exciting to have. We've been having the same two classes as we've grown, trying to figure out what facility will suit us until we got our own. And so to bring in the first new class after a couple of years has been really amazing. And um, we love being able to help these students. Uh, the truth is for them in their rural communities, they're there is no path out of poverty mm. to a thriving life. Mm-hmm. Um, the barriers are just too great. And um, and so Canopy is trying to help them become godly entrepreneurs who can create jobs and opportunities within their community that as adults. That is so cool. Now in this new facility, what, what's the difference from the old facility to the new, new facility? The main difference is that it's ours. <laughs> We're not renting. We can make whatever changes the government requires for registration purposes, but also we can grow. The mm. other facility we were renting, we were limited to the land and the and the house that we were in. And now we have two acres and surrounding acreage we could continue to buy to grow as big as we want as we scale up. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Now that area of Africa is pretty prosperous, but you say that according to statistics, it's also, there's a lot of poverty going on. Why is that? And why Kenya? Why did you guys land in Kenya? Well, Kenya for me was a calling sort of thing. It was one of the places that I went as a, as a recently graduated college student and just grabbed my heart um, from a logical standpoint, Kenya is a portal for a lot of businesses and nonprofits in East Africa, um, but most of that wealth stays in the Nairobi area and doesn't often extend to the rural communities. Mm. And I had a lot of experience with rural communities and children from rural communities that have so much potential, but the barriers that they're facing is too much for any one child to overcome. And so we wanted to help raise up leaders who could help those communities forward. I was working with a 
nonprofit doing community development and they were working with the community as a whole, but I saw a leadership gap and the potential of the children and wanted to help start an organization that could fill that gap. Thank you for seeing that uh, that area of stretch there and just stepping in. You know, that's a God thing, right? It, it is. And if you had told me how hard it was going to be, I probably wouldn't have done it. So, <laughs> so I definitely that's have why they been, don't tell you right? ahead of time. I've de- he's definitely been taking me one step at a time. And he's been providing every step of the way, both the uh, strength and the financial provision and the bright people to help us take every step of the way. Only he could have done this. Mm-hmm. If I had a dollar for every time someone said, uh, I wouldn't have done it if I knew how if hard I knew. I would be retired <laughs> sipping mint juleps yeah. on the beach somewhere. Uh, if I had known how radio was going to be. <laughs> Christy Gordy here. She is a uh, part of Canopy Life Academy. We want to get into the programs that they do and uh, what's been going on as far as the children. Looks like it's going amazing. And also how how you can be a part of it. She's going to paint a, a pretty picture for us as we continue our clearer picture of what's going on there in Nairobi, Kenya. We'll be right back after this hard break. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. When you find yourself in a time of trouble, you've probably been listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. <laughs> Look out. It is a Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackliff. Happy Disco Throwback Thursday. It is Throwback Thursday. Is this uh second time around? Uh, it's you can ring my bell. Oh, ring my bell. Yeah. Okay, I didn't I didn't uh recognize it. I would if there's is there a chorus coming up? Or? Eventually, it's a long intro. Okay. So, <laughs> as a DJ, we love these songs. You could talk forever. Yeah. I just keep letting it play. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Christy won't mind. Anyway, yeah. welcome to Thursday and Crispy uh, crispy, crispy. <laughs> He's got donuts on the brain. Yes, yes, I do. Christy Gordy here from, well, that will be the last Have time. Have you ever been called Crispy this. before? I don't, that's what I have not been called. I will say that. Anyway, from the Canopy Life Academy, a boarding school serving vulnerable children in Kenya. We're going to catch up with her uh, in a second. Find out specifically her role and talk more about the program's and how you can be a part of it. And coming up, January the 25th, Worship Circle with Todd Fields and Christy Knuckles and Paul Beloche and Meredith Andrews, a bunch of others, are going to have a special concert coming up at Church of the Apostles. You can go to worshipcircle.org mm-hmm. to find out more. That's going to be cool. Now, you know Jim Vineyard's going to call you Crispy Gordy from now on. <laughs> Probably. Thanks. Do you think he will? If he dares. If he dares. Jim, if you're watching, be sure to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, before we get back into specifically what you guys are doing, how did you get into this? Mm-hmm. Did you have a heart for kids? Did you go into children's education, or was it just something that God put on your heart? He, he just put it on my heart. I had a heart for missions. I mm-hmm. will say that. Um, but I ha- actually did not know I had a heart for kids at all. You and hated kids back then, right? It, no. I just didn't know that that was my thing. I yeah. knew I wanted to see minds and hearts transformed. I yeah. didn't know that kids were involved. And then after, it's a long story, so I'll try to sum up. One of the first experiences after a couple of long-term mission trips was to lead a choir of students mm-hmm. uh, from Kenya that were touring the U.S. and ministering to churches here. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love mm. and saw the potential there. And um, God pulled my heart to do something that allowed them to achieve their potential to overcome those barriers right. that poverty was keeping them caught in. And so um, it just kind of un- unleashed an unknowing path from there that only God knew the way forward. And hmm. that's how I got into that. 
Uh, it's interesting uh, as, as that uh, I love the story that you you did. I do remember you doing the the thing with the kids mm-hmm. and, and traveling around. Let's talk a little bit about the four programs. Uh, and we mentioned that this is a boarding school. Kind of give the definition of or uh, paint a picture of where the kids come from, why they're there. And let's talk about the programs a bit. Sure. So uh, the kids come from rural communities, normally communities smaller than three to five thousand. And um, they come from communities where another partner organization of ours is doing development. So mm-hmm. there's an organization trying to put at least water and health care on a foundational basis in their community. And the students come to live at our school, which is outside of Nairobi, thus boarding school. Mm-hmm. Um, they come from very materially poor families or communities. And uh, when they come stay with us, our goal is to give them the heart, the home, the mindset and the skills they need to become godly innovators who then go back to those communities and lead that community economically, spiritually to that next level of growth um, that can create jobs and solutions for their village. Um, When they come live with us, they've come from only about a 50 percent chance of making it to high school, a 42 percent unemployment rate. A hundred percent of them have experienced some version of child adverse childhood experiences or even childhood trauma. So when they come to us, our programs are designed to help them heal from traumas, um, engage with Jesus Christ, and learn the critical thinking skills and the hard skills that they need to problem solve and create businesses that will solve problems because those are the businesses that Mm -hmm. thrive. Mm -hmm. So that whether or not they go to college, they can, they will graduate with the skills to cultivate an idea to market, grow a healthy business, and lead with integrity in their community. Now, how do they get to you? Is it that, Mm -hmm. uh, and and no doubt that you, obviously you can't take all of them. So what is the process in getting the ones? Do you see uh, just, hey, these kids look like that they could really be successful in, not only do they get discipled, but the training that they're getting, they will be successful still on the other side of it. We have a pretty extensive interview process yeah. uh, in their village. And uh, every year we do try to go to one to two villages so that we're bringing groups of kids. They're yeah. not going to go back as a sole leader with a different mindset to a community that doesn't, you know, they'll have other yeah, students with yeah, them. Yeah, and yeah. they will hopefully be a group of five to ten students going back to their village after graduation to bring economic growth and leadership. Um, But we do have a pretty extensive interview process. We've gotten better and better at it over time to identify as young as they are, the students and the family environments that will allow them to take what Canopy is offering and succeed. Now, you had mentioned earlier, I don't remember if it was on the air or if it was while the the mics were cold, but you're talking about that right now you have, what, fourth, sixth and eighth? What was that? We have fourth, eighth and ninth. Mm -hmm. But eventually you'll have what? Fourth to 12th grade. Yeah. That is the long-term goal. That is the long-term goal. So now that we have this group coming in, every year from this point forward, we will add a class of students. Yes. This year's fourth graders will move up to fifth grade and we'll bring in a new class until we are full-sized. Now, now that we have our own property and yeah. can grow. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, is it, are they there year-round? Do they go home for the summer? What do they, what do, they do? Uh, they're with us about three months at a time, and then mm-hmm. they go home for a month. So it's okay. a year-round school program. Uh, the longest break is almost two months. So okay. they're with us a total of nine, nine and a half months. Mm-hmm. And then within those three-month periods, they also get a midterm break or like a spring break where they go home for a week. Um and and I was asking you off uh, off mic here, uh, how many of them know about Jesus when when they come into the school? Most of them um, do. Their families definitely want them to be in a Christian environment, which is why the parents are allowing them to come to Canopy. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of work to do with practical faith and separating biblical truth from ancestral beliefs and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So there's a lot of 
it's a lot of fun to uh, disciple a child when you get to start that young and grow them. We actually um, have a video on our website, which maybe I can give you all the link for. And yeah. one of our uh, the eighth grader that just became a ninth grader says every time she goes home, she preaches to her family. And <laughs> oh, uh, and what cool. she meant was it's it's her translation for the devotions that we have together at okay. night uh, yeah. that she has devotions with her family every time she's home, the way that she has devotions with Canopy. And I've heard the parents say that they come back home on the breaks and are really already leading their families spiritually, which is really encouraging. That is cool. Now, you just mentioned translation. Do they speak English at all? They do speak English. And what I mean by translation is the word choice. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we don't actually st- stand around and preach to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when she says, I preach to my family the way that I ha- see Canopy preaching, yeah. she's referring to devotions, oh, okay. family devotions. <laughs> so, that is, uh, so what is their first language, basically? First language would be a mother tongue. It's a okay. tribal language, which is different depending. We have uh, three different tribes represented right now on our campus. Okay. Uh, but then the national language is Swahili. Okay. And then the trade language in Kenya is English. So most of the schooling is supposed to be done in English. That may or may not be true in the rural areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where if kids aren't speaking English at home, the teacher may fall back to Swahili or the mother tongue to teach. Hmm. Uh, but at Canopy Life, we teach in English, we speak English, and that we're trying to raise and that, them That helps leaders. them tremendously, I it would does. guess. Well, especially when the textbooks are written in English. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in the future, it's going to help yes, them out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The fluency there. And that's part of why our sponsorship program and our TRIPS program, one of the small ways it helps is to continue helping our kids grow in fluency as mm-hmm. they speak to people from yeah. all sorts of dialects. When I bring someone over to Kenya from Texas versus New York versus Georgia, they get to learn all sorts of oh, different English colorful <laughs> slang. Yeah. How you doing? Boy, howdy. Right. Christy Gordy here from Canopy Life Academy, boarding school serving vulnerable children in uh, Kenya. Talk a little bit about your team because you're not doing this by yourself, obviously. No, I, actually, I was doing it on this side by myself for a couple of years. We just hired two staff members on the U.S. side this year, uh, cool. two amazing young women. One one of them directs our trips and sponsorship programs, and the other is helping me find the folks who want to help us with their generosity. Mm-hmm. And then in Kenya, we have 14 staff members. Mm. Uh, we have several teachers, house parents. We have interns that help us keep the house running because even just cleaning a house in Kenya that 30 people are living yes. <laughs> at a time is a lot Children. of Children. <laughs> right. Administrative uh, help. We have um, operational leadership there. So it's a very large team, not including all the volunteers and the travelers who come to invest in our students yeah. every summer. I'm sure there's an opportunity for folks that give, that they yes. can visit. How, yes. do, how does that work? And what responses have you heard from the folks that have given? Oh, my goodness. We have several different ways people can give. They can give just financially, mm-hmm. either going online and giving one time or monthly. That's what we call our village members. It's the village that um, is committed to monthly giving. Um, they love knowing that it's a small organization. They have access and transparency and they're seeing the impact mm-hmm. every month. We report to them on the impact of what their generosity is doing. Sponsorship is even more fun. Uh, It is monthly giving, but it involves a really tangible and authentic relationship with the child. And uh, that's why I'm excited about this new incoming class, because I know that 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 means more sponsors will be joining Mm -hmm. our Canopy Life family. We really encourage sponsors that they are the encouragers and the cheerleaders of our students. So it's not just, I know a lot of programs are doing really great work. They get maybe a letter a year an updated picture of their student every mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Um, our sponsors, there's a private Facebook page that only the sponsor has no, access wow, to. That's so we cool. Update it every month, and um, and they get multiple letters, artwork, even a Christmas ornament, typically from their child that's been handmade. And um, and then we also 
um, we'll hashtag our kids in all of our public posts so that, it, you know, we, we only have about 30 kids right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we have those students, it's easy to see your own student on our public posts um, cool. to see what they're doing. We can always answer. You can call me or our sponsorship gal, Shannon, almost at any day and say, how's my student doing? And we can find out quickly if we don't already know. And so it's a really intimate program. And for families that want to expose their kids to the way life is lived in other parts of the world or expose them to generosity, and for families in the U.S., I mean, mm-hmm. it's a really great opportunity to engage their child in a relationship with a child in Kenya. And for our students, it helps because all of that relational encouragement, mentoring, it just lifts them up and reminds them that someone believes in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a special level. It's an interview level of sponsorship, uh, interview only level of sponsors we call them global mentors there's one per child and they actually exchange multiple videos every month with the child in a special platform that we've created we can't quite do live because the broadband and power is not always reliable (laughs) Uh, but we do multiple video exchanging messages i'm praying for you here's what i can encourage you the child also sends back video messages so it's a really intimate program and our sponsors they're diehard they love being involved Very that is cool. so cool yeah i'm sure if you went live that uh, then kenya would all the lights would go <laughs> out and you, go out, yeah. and you would be in trouble <laughs> maybe not <laughs> canopylife.org is the place to go to to find out more christy will be right back after this uh, break to talk more let's get into just the responses of the kids and how they're growing how they're doing and again how you can be a part uh, we'll be right back i'm rick probe and i'm dan Ratcliffe. this is faith talk live Coming at you like a fumbled fourth quarter reception in the Super Bowl of life. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. Uh, throwback Thursday. Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackliff. Happy Throwback Thursday. Turn that beat around yeah. uh, is the song. And it's... Uh, he'll, he'll give a ha 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 Very good. Yes, it is. <laughs> Vicki Sue Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1976. Boy, uh, you know, let's go back to classic rock next week, shall we? And then redone by uh, Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Oh, was it really? I guess it was, wasn't it? I remember playing that on the radio back in the day. Christy uh, Christy is here, Gordy, and uh, I was just about ready to call her Crispy again. Crispy Gordy. <laughs> so that's going to be her nickname from now on, and then she'll never come back. Yeah. But anyway, Christy Gordy here from uh, Canopy Life Academy. We'll pick up uh, with her in uh, just a second. Tomorrow it's going to be a best of. Uh, Dan and I and Hike Hike going to be over at Channel 57, and we'll be taping The Christian View with mm-hmm. Trudy Simmons and Trudy Davis and Monica Matthews is on there sometimes. sometimes not sure yeah. if she's... Uh, and Cameron Arnett, our buddy, used to be on. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he's yeah. on anymore. But, so they yeah. will... It's kind of a, like a, a discussion-type uh, program. So Like I, The I, View, if you ever watch The yeah. the View on ABC, I yeah. guess. Yeah, so obviously they're down to the bottom of the barrel because and, and they asked they us, asked to, come us to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow's the taping. We'll let you know. Pray for us because, uh, you know, it's uh, we're used to asking the questions, yeah. not being not asked. Not answering them. Yeah. So, so we'll say yes. <laughs> That's a good question. No. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Ask Shamso. Yeah, yeah. That's who we should take. We'll Shamso. Take Shamso yeah, if you want Shamso to go, 404-995-7300. Anyway, Monday we'll be back. Uh, we'll be uh, another great week of uh, of shows. All right, Chrissy, let's talk a little bit about, we talked about your team. We talked a little bit about the programs. And you had mentioned about the Idea Bank. And uh, obviously they're going to get discipled. But their Idea Bank, so that they can be successful as they grow and be entrepreneurs and start and get out of that uh, wicked cycle of, of poverty and help not only their family, but their cities, their, their, their little villages or, or whatever. So you really have to, as you mentioned while the, uh, we were in break, 
that some of these children, you know, they are limited with their their idea their their idea bank. They not a lot of deposits, right? <laughs> so you're trying to broaden that or yes. deepen that. Let's talk about that. Sure. Well, we do it all the time at Canopy. It's part of our innovation program and our academic program. Whenever we can use technology, give visuals, expose them to ideas outside of not only their village, but Kenya. Most of them have grown up in the same 10 square miles. Mm -hmm. Whereas thanks to technology and a very diverse and modern culture that we come from, our students, our children are filling their idea banks from a very young age with many different ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but for our students, they mostly have the ideas that exist in their 10 square miles. So at Canopy Life and with our programs like Sponsorship and Trips, we are trying to fill those idea banks as big as possible because when they become innovators, they're going to pull from those idea banks to create new solutions or to take current solutions and adapt them to mm-hmm. their village, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so with our teams that come over that's one of the funnest ways funnest is that a word yeah uh, it, <laughs> it is, is now, now. It's, it's one of the most fun ways that we are able to grow their idea banks because you know a lot of trips that go travel internationally they're service trips you build something you paint something mm-hmm. you pass out something our teams we call them relation trips and the idea is to connect with the students so they can learn from you because you're coming from a different culture mm-hmm. you're Speaking your own dialect of English, you have your own culture at home of what you can value and what you do for fun. If you go hunting, if you are a DJ, you know, they're learning about other careers and Mm -hmm. interests. But then we also take the students on field trips. And that has been so fun. Did you know there's an an ice skating rink in Nairobi? Really? There's only one. (laughs) But we have found it and we've taken them ice skating. We've helped them to... Uh, be exposed to some of the industries in their own country that unless they're from that area, they wouldn't know about like the tea and coffee mm-hmm. farming that goes hmm. on. Yeah. There's a lot of really artistic places of um, people innovating. There's one. Like or, museums or? Uh, some museums, yeah. mostly actual people already innovating. Okay. Uh, we have, there's a one specific artist that gathers all the flip flops that wash up on the coast and puts them together and carves statues out of them. They're really? so oh, wow. creative. There's stained, we've taken them to stained glass industries. And then there's also a very growing digital hub, uh, digital industry. They call mm-hmm. it the uh, Silicon Savannah. Hmm. And it's growing in Kenya. So we take them to expose them to the kind of businesses that are getting started in the digital area. So field trips is one really fun way. And then the teams also normally host a cultural day. Mm-hmm. Uh, last summer, the team's coming over. Uh, one of them hosted a Chinese day. So they taught the kids... We made a Chinese meal, taught them how to eat with chopsticks, taught them about the persecuted church in China. I don't even know how to eat with chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. I've tried. I can't I just poke it. That's what I do. Uh, I taught them some words in the language. Uh, and then an- another uh, team coming over did a Polynesian day. So mm. we taught them hula and haka, made a uh, cool. most authentic uh, Hawaiian meal. It was fantastic. I had actually, I've never been to Hawaii, so this... A gentleman who made this meal made a fantastic Mm. uh, meal and um, taught them about some of his culture there. So it's really fun to expose them to ideas that are happening that will fill their idea banks. It's very relational. There's a lot of discipleship that gets wound in, but it allows them to have a greater worldview and idea bank as they become innovators. Mm. Now tell us about, uh, if you can pick out of your head, one student that you've really seen just blossom and make a change. Tell us about one. Oh my goodness, there's so many. Uh, One in particular would be Francis. Mm -hmm. Um, Francis, he kind of of skipped over our interview process. I won't get into that, but he, he found his way in and we realized really early when he got his way into Canopy that... He couldn't read or write in English or Swahili, hmm. and he was in fifth grade at the time. Wow. And um, we, you know, in a traditional school system, he would have continued to be passed on in spite of his lack of knowledge until he, um, I guess, timed out in eighth grade because mm-hmm. that's when free public education ends. Mm-hmm. And with no jobs available, he would pretty much have been left to 
sit on the side of the road with the other gentlemen in the community mm-hmm. and maybe start drinking. I mean, there's a lot that happens in that gap of, mm-hmm. yeah. of purpose. And so um, when he came in, we were able to surround him with tutors and encouragement and confidence. And he has come so far and caught up with his own age group uh, when it comes to what he, his knowledge, his ability to read and write. And also, he's just such a light. You know, like when you're able to give kids a, a path and a purpose, yeah. he already had that light in him. He mm-hmm. was always smiling and dancing and serving in the kitchen. He loves to help Mama Gladys, with, uh, who's our uh, chef, mm-hmm. uh, with the cleaning in the kitchen. He's always singing and dancing. Um, and so it's, it's just one of those things where when you create a path, he was headed down a specific path and that light would have gone out, mm-hmm. you know. And yet instead, we've created a path forward in life for him. And that light is just shining brighter and brighter every time wow. I see him. Um, for others, another story would be of um, a young lady who I'll just call her Tally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't mention her real name, but yeah. she came from a severely um, abusive household. And we've been able to work with her family in a culture that doesn't necessarily have um, their their child rights are combined with cultural expectations, it's a little Mm -hmm. bit harder to Mm -hmm. navigate Um, to help her family navigate, putting her in a safe environment when she goes home, helping her heal. When she came to Canopy Life, she was that kid, that fourth grader who would just growl in every photo. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, the child that has just so much self-protective energy. And um, I mean, every time I see her now, she is she's on fire. She's just glowing mm-hmm. um, with joy, her sense of self-worth, her sense of safety and security, and the, the fact that she knows that God has a plan and a purpose for her. I love taking photos with her and writing back to her sponsor and saying, you know, because her sponsors met her several times, has come over to visit mm-hmm. and saying she's just continued to grow in the Lord, to grow in her confidence um, and to know that her her parents, her especially her mom, who lives at home, is able to provide a safer environment for her because of the advocacy that we've provided. Mm. Um, it's just you have to approach it from a holistic child perspective, but it's so amazing to see them grow into the children, into the adults, really, that God has. What a, what a difference made that's made in her life. Wow. Right. And oh, in cool. ours, to know that we can participate yes. in the redemptive story. Yeah. That's really great. Mm. We appreciate what you do, and uh, we're running out of time here. Sure. We definitely want to give the opportunity for folks to not only follow you to keep up with what you guys are doing, but to be a part of it. Yeah. How important are sponsors for this? So important, both financially and as emotional encouragement. And anyone who wants to get involved can go to canopylife.org, click the Get Involved page. They can find out about sponsorship and about the teams that are going this summer and sign up there, ask questions, reach out to us, and we'd love to get you into this family. Real quick, what's next besides moving the kids up in grades, et cetera? Well, we're starting to try to envision the full campus plan. Like, what are all the additional buildings? What are some of the other programs we want to bring in? And how do we go reach around the families and continue to help them provide better experiences back home? Love it. Go to CanopyLife.org. Thank you so much, Christy. We appreciate you. All right. Tomorrow, a best of it's going to be a rocker and a great weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll see you. Have a good one.